What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Deletti. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If it's not your first time listening, really appreciate you being back. And today we're going to cover two things. Number one, uh, I plan on going over my five things that I want from the draft for the Dolphins. Okay, so we're going to be going in depth. I'm going to be giving you five things that I want the Dolphins to do or to not do throughout the entirety of the seven rounds of the 2021 NFL Draft. Then once that is finished, I was sitting back, uh, been doing a lot of guest podcasts, a lot of great hosts. If you haven't listened to those, be sure to go check them out. I did a mock draft panel uh, with a bunch of great people. I had Dougley Durong on, had Smart Guy, Nutty Professor, Coordinator Committee Season on. Then I did another one with Dolphins United. Be sure to check that out. Then recently, two days ago, I posted one, Just Me and Smart Guy. So definitely be sure to go check those out. But after I did all of those, I I looked back, right? I was going through my inventory of, of videos I've posted. And I was like, I've never done or at least recently, I haven't done a mock draft, just me. So you guys have never actually seen just a Finn Sports football mock draft. So after I address the five things I want to see from the draft, uh, with those in mind, I plan on doing a full seven-round mock draft for the Miami Dolphins. So let's get into it, guys. Really excited. Um, for the first thing that I want to see from the draft, okay? First thing I want to see is... I don't want the Dolphins to be afraid to address the offensive line. The offensive line is kind of a tricky topic, I feel like, nowadays with the Dolphins or with the Dolphin community because we did address, you know, Solomon Kinley, Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, all of them last year. So the thought of adding another offensive lineman in this draft kind of turns a lot of people off. And I understand. I completely get it. However... I grew up watching Steelers football because of my family and Cowboys football. And when you have an offensive line that is dominant, it completely changes everything else for your offense. And I guess the the standpoint that I come from is if we can build the offensive line the proper way, that opens up the running game. That allows to have more time in the pocket to assess reads especially as a young player you need time and it also gives the wide receivers more time to run their routes the proper way so like offensive line to me is still a priority and I really hope that the Dolphins aren't afraid to address it now I'm not saying that we need to go out there and have like three picks like last year strictly on the offensive line but I don't want to see the Dolphins just like you know, say they're at 18 or something and the best player on their board is Tevin Jenkins or someone like that. And they pass on him because he's an offensive lineman. Like, I don't want that to happen. If the best player available for them to take is a Creed Humphrey or a Quinn Miners or a Tevin Jenkins, someone like that, like if the best player available is an offensive lineman, I don't want them to be afraid to address it. Because yes, I expect Solomon Kinley and Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson to make jumps in year two, but just because you addressed offensive line one year doesn't mean that you could just sit back, swipe your hands and be like, we're good, we're done, we did our job. No, you always try to get better 
And if there's a guy that you feel like is better, he's the best player on your board, go out and take him. Especially at center. I feel like we definitely need to leave this draft with a center. Uh, If you listen to most of our mock drafts that I've done here on the podcast, especially the last one I did with Smart Guy, we took center Quinn Miners. Uh, Landon Dickerson, or not Landon Dickerson, Creed Humphrey was also on the board. Uh, Either one would have been great, but we did address center. And most of the mock drafts that I've seen Dolphin community take and do, they address center. So I feel like we're all on board that the Dolphins need to address that position. But regardless, like I really hope that they don't shy away from addressing the offensive line in this draft. Number two, I want the Dolphins to leave the third round with a running back. Not saying the Dolphins need to take a running back in the third round. I'm not saying the Dolphins need to take a running back in the first round or the second round. I'm saying that somewhere within the first, second, third round, I would like the Dolphins to take a running back. You know, I'm not going to sit here, as I just said, I'm not going to sit here and say it needs to be in the first round or it needs to be in the second round. It needs to be in the third round. I just hope that by the end of the third round, the Dolphins have addressed the running back position. And here's the reason for that. Some of you who have listened to the podcast every single time I post something, you understand how I feel about running backs. I don't believe that you need a star running back in the NFL. I believe you need good running backs and you need a good running game. If you look back at the last 10 years, not one team has won the Super Bowl that has had an elite running back. And the reason for that is because when you pay a lot of money for a player who is so dependent on his offensive line, you now have no room to address other needs on your team like edge, quarterback, offensive line, etc. You look at the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys. You look at Derrick Henry with the Tennessee Titans. You look at the Saints with Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Christian Christian McCaffrey. Like teams that have elite running backs, none of them are the are the ones that consistently make the Super Bowl. The teams that make the Super Bowl are the well-balanced teams. Ones that have a good offensive line, a good run game, They have a smart quarterback and they play good, fundamental, solid defense. And so with that, though, while I do say all that, I do believe the Dolphins need to address running back somewhere from round one to three. My ideal spot, pick 36. If we can get a Javante Williams there, that's the solid pick for me. Because while I don't believe the Dolphins need that next elite running back, I do believe that the Dolphins need someone on their team that you look at them and say, yep, they are running back number one. Because there were multiple times last year where like Miles Gaskin would look very, very good. Then Savon Ahmed would have a 126-yard game and you were like, okay, well, he did the same thing that Miles Gaskin just did. Like I want a running back that I could say that is the clear number one running back. And I don't think that we have that on this team. I believe we have good running backs. I like Savon Ahmed. I like Miles Gaskin. I'm excited to see what happens with Malcolm Brown. But I just want a running back on our team that is a clear number one. Not saying he needs to be Saquon. Not saying he needs to be Derrick Henry. Just can we get a running back on this team that can be that primary number one running back? I believe that is very important, especially in an RPO scheme that we run in Miami. Getting that running back is crucial. Again, not saying he needs to be elite. Not saying we need the next Saquon Barkley. We just need a guy that is a clear number one. And that can uh, help open up this running game. Number three, 
acquire a additional fourth, fifth, or sixth round pick. So the Dolphins have many picks, right? We all know that. It's the main thing talked about with the Dolphins. We have picks, you know, 6, 18, 36, 50, 81. After pick 81, our next pick is not until 156. That is a 75 pick differential. That's a 75 pick gap. Now, for me, I don't know how you feel listening to this. I believe that the sweet spot for picks in this draft, like where you're going to find a lot of good talent, is in that 81 to 156 range. There's going to be a lot of good players that you can find in the late third round, early fourth round. The Dolphins having that gap of 75 picks is substantial. Then, after 156, we don't have a pick in the fifth round or sixth round. So we have another 75 pick gap until round seven where we have pick 231. So that means between picks 81 and 231, a gap of 150 picks, the Dolphins only have one, 156. So for me, I believe like at pick 18, if you go back and listen to mock drafts that I've done uh, with other people, 18 is a prime spot for the Dolphins to trade back and get assets in the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth round. Because at 18, again, if you're one of those people that wants Najee Harris at 18, I get that. Okay, good for you. I'm not going to be mad if we do. I'm also not going to be upset if we don't take him. But 18 to me is a prime spot where you could trade back five or six spots and still get Zayvon Collins. You can trade back five or six spots and still get a tackle, a linebacker. If you want a running back, maybe you get a running back if you trade back. But to me, I really want the Dolphins to trade back somewhere and acquire more picks in between 81 and 156 and if possible, also 156 and 231. Because you don't want to go into this draft, and I think the Dolphins think the same way. I don't want the Dolphins to have one pick between 81 and 231. Like, that's 150 picks, and you have one in between. There's going to be a lot of good players that leave in between then. So for me, this honestly may be one of the most important things. Trade back somewhere, probably 18 to me, like 18. There's no one player at 18 that like I'm in love with. Unless like Micah Parsons falls or, you know, Christian Darisaw or someone like that, like Devontae Smith is there for some reason and you didn't take him. Unless that happens, I think the Dolphins should trade out of 18 because you can acquire a lot of picks. And on top of it, you're probably going to get a very, very good player four or five picks back. Maybe the same player that they'd want at 18. Like Zayvon Collins to me, if the Dolphins can trade back from 18 to say 22, 23, 24, 25, if you can do that and acquire a Zayvon Collins while also picking up an additional fourth or fifth round pick, maybe even higher, probably higher, probably like a third or a fourth. If you can do that, now we're talking. Now you can worry about running back while not feeling like you just wasted a pick because now you can address running back and then you still have like four or five extra picks until, you know, the end of the fourth round. So for me, trading back somewhere, potentially 18, is a huge thing that I want the Dolphins to do. Number four, get a third string quarterback. Um, 
This is something that shockingly uh, a lot of people in the Dolphins community do. And it's take a third string quarterback. And the reason for that, uh, we, we said it beautifully on the podcast I just did with Smart Guy. And we talked about why a third string quarterback is important or why getting a quarterback in the sixth, seventh round is important. And this is the reason. Number one, you have a guy back there that you feel confident with that you drafted him. If need be, he can play. Number two, you don't have to worry about finding a quarterback that is perfect. Like if you get a quarterback in the sixth or seventh round, he can be a Felipe Franks and Ian Book that needs a lot of work because he's not starting. But you also know, especially from coaching them at the Senior Bowl, you know what makes them tick. You know what they're capable of. And on top of that, worst case scenario, Tua doesn't work out, which I don't think is ever going to happen, but Tua doesn't work out. Your third string quarterback develops nicely. He now takes over. Best case scenario, which I think could happen, Tua works out and your backup quarterback, like, you know, whoever may be Felipe Franks, Ian Book, develop really nicely. And now you can trade them for picks like they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. So if I'm the Dolphins, I would try to get a quarterback that they really believe in that they could sit behind Tua, like sit behind Tua as a third string quarterback behind Jacoby Brissett, try to develop them as best as you can. And who knows, maybe in some preseason games, if he goes out there and does really well, maybe one day you could trade him for some extra picks because he's not your starter, so it's not hurting your team. Trade him for some extra picks. I think that would be a great decision for the Dolphins to make. Get a quarterback like Felipe Franks or Ian Book or Sam Ellinger. Get one of those quarterbacks in the sixth or seventh round. I think that would be a, uh, a great thing for the Dolphins to do. Last but not least playmakers. Now, some people may have been like, man, how come he hasn't addressed playmakers yet? Like Dolphins need playmakers. Look, I get the Dolphins need playmakers. Um, And I think that kind of gets misunderstood because I talk about offensive line a lot. I want to make myself clear. The Dolphins need to add playmakers to this team. Okay. We had some of the least separation in the NFL last year. Overall, we were probably bottom three, bottom four, in just like overall rank as wide receivers. If you want your quarterback to develop, I don't care who he is. Every quarterback needs weapons when they first start off. Josh Allen, no weapons. Stefan Diggs, near MVP season. Justin Herbert, some people in college didn't even think he was a first round quarterback. He comes into the NFL, has a not so good offensive line, Decent running back, but at wide receiver, he has Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Has a great rookie season. Also, Pep Hamilton as his quarterback coach. But what I'm trying to say is, unless you're Russell Wilson or Tom Brady or Deshaun Watson, who's been in the league for a long time, and not even Deshaun Watson, but like, unless you've been in the league for a long time, you need weapons to succeed. Patrick Mahomes, probably the best quarterback in the NFL right now, He has Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman. He had Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, it's okay to try to surround your quarterback with talent. It doesn't take away from them as a quarterback. I understand that the Dolphins need to get two of playmakers. However, I'm not one of those people that is going to be like hell-bent 
that the Dolphins need to get playmakers only in the first round. Like, I firmly believe if the Dolphins wanted, they could easily go tight end. Like, say they went Kyle Pitts at six. They could easily just do that and then get another wide receiver like in the third, fourth, or fifth round if we get one of those picks. Like, I'm fine with that. I don't believe that the Dolphins need to get two wide receivers between picks 6 and 81. I don't believe that because the evidence of finding wide receivers in the second, third, and fourth round is alarming at how, not easy, I'm not going to say anything's easy, but how many wide receivers are successful that aren't taken in the first round. I'm not saying that the Dolphins shouldn't take a wide receiver at their first pick. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is, while I do want the Dolphins to add one to two playmakers, I'm not going to sit here and say the Dolphins need to take a playmaker with pick six or the Dolphins need, the Dolphins don't need to do anything as far as taking a player at a specific spot. The Dolphins need to address playmaker. They need to address running back. But if you think that the Dolphins like need to add wide receiver at six or they need to add running back at 18, that's not correct. We need to address the position, but as long as you can find a good playmaker, I think that the Dolphins, realistically, they shouldn't leave the second round without a playmaker. I will say that, okay? I'm not going to go crazy and be like, yeah, we don't need a playmaker until round three or four. No. The Dolphins ideally should get a playmaker in round one at pick six or 18. If not 36 or 50, you definitely need to get a wide receiver or tight end there. If it's not Kyle Pitts, you probably don't need a tight end. So I'll just say wide receiver if it's not a tight end at six. But I'm not going to sit here and say like Dolphins need to do anything. They have set themselves up to where they have so many picks. You can address wide receiver later. You can address him in the second round. If if someone like Penny Sewell to me is there at six, I would take him over any wide receiver or tight end in this draft, hands down. Because I know... Worst case scenario, like say, here's a scenario, right? We'll probably, we might do this in the draft if it happens, in the mock draft. Pick six, Penesul's there, you take him. Pick 18, you take a wide receiver like Kadarius Toney, right? Maybe Devontae Smith falls because of his weight. But let's just say like Kadarius Toney or Elijah Moore, maybe Rashad Bateman. Then at pick 36, you take a running back like Javante Williams. Pick 50, you could take a linebacker or a center. And then pick 81, you can address whatever you just didn't. You know, 50, I would say probably you would take center. And then pick 81, you could find a linebacker like Chas Surratt, hopefully, if he's there. But like, playmaker is one of those positions that, yes, I believe that we need to address one to two playmakers in this draft. But I'm not going to go as far to say like the Dolphins have to take wide receiver or tight end with their first pick. Do I think they will? Yes, I do. I 100% think that. However, I'm not going to go as far to say, like, if they don't, the draft sucked. No, no, no. Like, the draft doesn't suck if you don't take wide receiver or tight end to six. Like, if if you decide Penny Sewell's there and he's the best prospect at the point you're picking at six, take him. So those are my five things I want from the draft. Just recapping. Don't be afraid to address the offensive line. Leave the third round with a running back. Take a running back somewhere between pick rounds one and three, hopefully at 36. Acquire a fourth or fifth round pick by trading back. 
preferably at 18, get a third string quarterback, and hopefully get one to two playmakers. So with that in mind, guys, let's get into this mock draft that I'm about to do. We're going to be doing full seven round mock draft. Here we go with the Dolphins. So starting off at pick six, uh, no one has wanted to trade. Uh, Picks one through four were quarterbacks, and it was very realistic. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase at pick five. So here we are at pick six, and we have Kyle Pitts and Penny Sewell on the board. If it were me, I would 100% go Penny Sewell here. Do I think they will go Penny Sewell if Kyle Pitts is on the board? Not a chance. But I believe right here, again, if I'm just sticking to what I want to happen, I would pick Penny Sewell. But if I'm going off of what I think the Dolphins will do, I'm going to say right here they would take Kyle Pitts at pick six. So this is an upcoming pick here at 18 where I believe the Dolphins should trade out. And we have a trade offer actually um, from the Atlanta Falcons. They want to offer us pick 35, which is the second round, a fourth and a fifth round pick, uh, and a next year first round pick. And they want to trade with us our 18th pick and our 36th pick. I'm going to decline that. However, right here at this pick, I still have on the board Najee Harris, Zayvon Collins, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, a lot, a lot of edge rushers. So for me, I'm going to try to trade back. And a team that I think would be an ideal trade candidate uh, that would move up and try to take maybe an edge rusher before other teams would possibly be, you know, uh, the New Orleans Saints, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I wouldn't be shocked here in the slightest if we traded back with a team like the New Orleans Saints. So I'm going to try to trade with them, trade with the Saints back to pick 28. I'll trade pick 18 for 28 and I'll ask them for a third round pick. Uh, We have pick 81. So I'm going to try to get pick 98 and then I'm going to try to get a fourth round pick at pick 133. So that means, actually, I'm going to add on top of that. So they're going from 28 to 18. I'm going to swap, and then I'm going to ask for a third round pick at 98, a fourth round pick at 133, and then a sixth round pick at 218. That way we have a bunch of picks in between that gap that I was talking about. So let's see if they accept the offer. They're moving up 10 spots, so that's a very, very good offer that I'm giving them, and they accepted it. So here we go. We move back to pick 28. So here we are, pick 28. Jeremiah Wusukoromoa and Najee Harris are both on the board. Zaven Collins uh, left already. He went at pick uh, 18, actually, which wouldn't happen. But at the end of the day, he went at pick 18. Right here, I would go Jeremiah Wusukoromoa in a heartbeat. I don't think he would fall here. I think if anyone's going to fall, it's going to be Zaven Collins. But point is, at pick 28, I would take a linebacker in a heartbeat. So I'm going to take Jeremiah Wusukoromoa right there at pick 28. So here we are, pick 36, running backs that are still on the board. Travis Etienne, Javante Williams. I've heard many, many scouts that have said Travis Etienne, uh, to a lot of people, is the number one running back. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was taken first. For me, I would love the Dolphins to go Javante Williams here. 
I don't know who they will go. Uh, I think Javante Williams is the better running back. So I'm going to go Javante Williams here, pick 36. So here we go. We're going all the way back. We have pick 50 next, right? So at pick 50 on the board, we have, I'm trying to see offensive line. Interior offensive line, Quinn Mainers is there. At offensive tackle, there's Jalen Mayfield. Um, Jalen Mayfield's a guy that I'm actually pretty high on, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, man, I, I'm really tempted to go Jalen Mayfield right here. Uh, we have an interior offensive line pick with Quinn Mainers. Uh, man, I'm really tempted right here to go... Amari Rogers is also on the board. Amari Rogers is a guy that I'm very, very high on. Joseph Asai is also on the board. Hmm. I'm going to possibly try to, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's a team that would want to trade back. No one's really wanting to trade back. Although Travis Etienne is on the board. Let me see if the Steelers took a running back. The Steelers did not take a running back. And Travis Etienne is on the board. So let me see if the Steelers would want to trade with me. Pick two, pick 50 for, for pick 55. And then I'm going to ask for a fourth round pick. So pick 140. Let's see. They're on the line evaluating the offer. They've accepted it. So I moved back five spots and acquired an extra fourth round pick. And for some reason, the simulator already did it for me. They picked Ronnie Perkins. Even though I wouldn't pick Ronnie Perkins, I would have picked, uh, I don't even, man, I'm kind of upset now because it picked for me. I don't know why it picked for me, but I was going to pick, hmm, let me give you guys who I would have picked if we would have traded back and it didn't pick for me. On the board, we still had Greg Rousseau, uh, we still had Jalen Mayfield on the board, Ooh. I probably would have gone interior offensive line, to be honest with you, uh, at that pick. Uh, I probably would have gone Quinn Miners, to be 100%. I don't see him on the board. I don't know where he was taken. He was taken at 77. So I probably would have traded back to 55 and taken Quinn Miners. Instead, it gave me Ronnie Perkins' edge, which I'm not that happy about, to be completely, <laughs> to be completely frank with you guys. Uh, however, here we are, pick 81. Uh, wide receiver, Dwayne Eskridge is on the board. We've addressed linebacker, running back, tight end, and edge. However, again, that pick 55 would have been Quinn Miners. So let's just assume we've gotten tight end, linebacker, running back, and offensive line right there with Quinn Miners. Right here at this pick, uh, best player available is Dwayne Eskridge. Next best player is... You know, there's running backs, there's edge players here. Because we have a lot of picks right here, I would go Dwayne Eskridge. That's the pick I would go here. So because of the trades now, we have pick 98. So I'm on the board here with pick 98, and I have a trade with the Chargers. Screw the Chargers, not trading with them. At pick 98, safety Divine Diablo is right here. Um, DeMar Hamlin is technically ranked higher than him. He's a guy that I like more. Uh, but Divine Diablo is, man, I mean, 
technically he, he is maybe a little better, but I really like DeMar Hamlin. And if I'm going to stick to who I like, I'm not going to pick him yet. Our next pick is 133. So we have a 40 gap, uh, 40 pick gap. So right here, technically we wouldn't have addressed edge yet. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to see. I'm probably going to go safety here. Now that's too high. Let's see. We've gone off. Technically, I should go edge here. Is there any edge that are close? Now nah, it's kind of a reach for all of them. Man. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go safety right here. I'll go safety. I'll go divine Diablo right here. At, at pick 98. So we technically haven't addressed edge yet, which is completely fine to me. I don't think the Dolphins should address edge until like later in the draft because our team isn't a team predicated around having a dominant edge rusher. Like we, we use edge rushers through our scheme less so than like them having to just be like Khalil Max. Uh, not saying that's not good to have a dominant edge rusher. It is, but I don't think it's that necessary on our team. But here, if we had to go edge and pick 133, I would go Patrick Jones right here at pick 133. Um, here we are, pick 140. Uh, I would say offensive tackle. Let me see who's available. Walker Little uh, is available. He's eventual starting left tackle, but hmm. I got a lot of... Whew. Thank God I'm not. Okay, let's see. Ramondre Stevenson is on the board. Uh, ooh. Dalen Hayes. I'm going to go Keith Taylor Jr. right here. He's a guy that the Dolphins worked with at the Senior Bowl. He's a cornerback, which might make some people mad. I'm sorry. Uh, so we're coming up at pick 156. Again, we got so many picks because I traded back and did some stuff. Uh, I say the Dolphins get another edge here. I'm going to go Rashad Weaver from Pittsburgh right there. Pick 156. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think when our next pick is. I think we have another six-round pick and then two sevenths. Although on the Draft Network, it doesn't give us that extra seventh-round pick. So that's interesting. But I'm waiting right now for my pick to come up. Uh, we're in the sixth round. Let me just go over who we have so far because I have time. So I took Kyle Pitts at six, traded back, got Jeremiah Wusu-Kormoa. At 36, I got Javante Williams. At 55, I took Quinn Miners. I got Dwayne Eskridge at pick 81. And then with the trade backs, I gained three picks in between 81 and 156. I took Divine Diablo, Patrick Jones, and Keith Taylor Jr., at pick 156, I got Edge, and then I got an extra pick uh, for one of the trade backs I did from 50 to 55, um, and with pick 218 now, man, I really like Demetric Felton. I think he's a good weapon that the Dolphins could add. I also like someone like Jalen Darden, uh, but I would probably right here go Demetric Felton. I know we're adding a lot of wide receivers, like we got Dwayne Eskridge and Kyle Pitts, but I think... Demetric Felton is someone that could possibly help in the kickoffs. 
Uh, so could Jalen Darden, though. That's another thing. Jalen Darden could also do that. I'm going to add Jalen Darden right here. I know it's another weapon. I'm trying to see maybe who's interior defensive line or if there's quarterback. Quarterback Felipe Franks is still on the board. Ian Book is still on the board, which I both like them. Interior defensive line. No one that really sticks out to me. Yeah, right here, I'm going to go weapon Jalen Darden. Going to get another weapon. And then with the last pick, because I believe this is our last pick coming up, at least on the draft network. I know we technically have two more. Um, but on the draft network, for some reason, this is our last pick. So right here, I'm going to go quarterback. Uh, and I'll probably go... Man, I want to go either Felipe Franks or Ian Book. I liked what I saw from Ian Book at the Senior Bowl, but I'm going to go Felipe Franks right here, pick 231. And then technically with our last pick, I'd probably go like interior defensive line, possibly, uh, or maybe a running back. I don't know. But let me go over this draft that I just did, right? So by trading back, I picked up, I mean, we finished the draft with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. We finished the draft with 11 picks, so I gained us three extra picks because um, we actually have eight, I believe. So actually, technically, we'd have 12. So I gained us four extra picks, and we picked Kyle Pitts and Owusu Koromoa in the first round. In the second round, we picked Javante Williams and Ronnie Perkins, which Ronnie Perkins was technically Quinn Miners, so 55 was Quinn Miners. Pick 81 was Dwayne Eskridge and Divine Diablo in the third round. Then in the fourth round, we had Patrick Jones, Keith Taylor Jr., cornerback. Then I got Rashad Weaver, another edge. That way we have guys to line up behind Agba and Ginkle. And then Jalen Darden, a guy that could play special teams uh, as a slot wide receiver as well. And Felipe Franks, backup quarterback. So using everything I just talked about, I got us a lot of explosive weapons. Obviously, on offense, getting us Kyle Pitts, Javante Williams, Dwayne Eskridge, and Jalen Darden. That's a lot of speed right there with those last three players I named. Like with Jalen Darden, Dwayne Eskridge, and who's the other guy? Dwayne Eskridge, or just those two. Dwayne Eskridge and Jalen Darden. That's a lot of speed right there. And then you add a weapon, just a freak of nature, Kyle Pitts. Now your offense has something to work with. Uh, maybe I could have addressed offensive tackle, but I addressed off, uh, you know, center with Quinn Miners. Running back, I got us Javante Williams, and I felt like the offense was good after that, right? Got us two wide receivers, both of which can help in special teams, both of which have tons of speed. Got us a physical freak of nature with Kyle Pitts, a running back, and a center. And then I did focus on defense a lot. I got us two edge players, I got us a cornerback, a safety, um, and a linebacker. And, you know, if I'm looking at this list of people who would probably start day one, Kyle Pitts would start day one, Awusu Kormo would start day one, Javante Williams would start day one. Um, Dwayne Eskridge, I could say, would I, I would see him starting day one on special teams. Like, out of this group, we got at least three to four starters. Um, and on top of it, I gained four extra picks, which with those, I was able to address defense, which I think the team would want to do. So there you have it guys. There I go. I did my five things I want to see from the dolphins in this draft. And then I did a mock draft just by myself. The first one I've done in draft season, did my own mock draft, 
Hope you guys enjoyed it. I plan on doing one more podcast uh, before the draft, and it'll probably be a first round uh, video or podcast. I'll I'll go through picks one through thirty two. I'll give you what I think is going to happen, including the two picks with the Dolphins. Uh, but I probably won't be doing many more podcasts before the draft um, because I am having surgery on Tuesday, the twenty seventh, um, and I probably won't be able to talk that much. Uh, or do a lot of good podcasting (laughs) during that time. So I'll probably only be doing one more podcast between like now and maybe like the the week after the draft. So it's going to be a long gap of me not doing podcasts, um, but I'll definitely still be tweeting, still be putting out content as much as I can. And as soon as I'm able to just be 100% on the podcast again, I'll definitely be back on. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great rest of your day. See you next time here on the Finn Sports Football Podcast. Fins up.